Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, happy Thursday, my friends, and welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with, yes, you've guessed it, me, Andy Goldstein. And we begin with the news that Frank Lampard is the main contender for the Everton job if Farhad Mashiri decides against appointing Vito Pereira. TalkSport understands. However, that has sparked an angry reaction from some Toffee fans. And speaking of angry Everton fans, here's one on Drive, my show, of course, with me and Darren Venn. All these stupid names coming to Everton, pathetic names, one step forward, two steps backwards. Why? Why? Steve, does it start with someone having to kind of understand the club? Because you're hearing about, obviously, Pereira. He's obviously thrown his name in there. He wants the job. I'm guessing you'd want someone a little bit closer to home, like a Duncan Ferguson or a Rooney. Darren, what we need is, we need someone that understands the supporters and understands the club. End of. The words Pereira out, Lampard in were painted on a wall at Goodison, with the former Chelsea boss also in the running to replace Rafa Benitez. My personality means that I'm weirdly quite strange, probably. You probably have to be to do this job at times, but I never expected a, an easy run in this job. Now we hear this lunchtime, he's one of the front runners, if not the front runner. Yeah to get the Everton job. Would you go with that? If you were a Mashiri this time, would you get it right by well, appointing Frank? Well, you, you certainly don't want to get it wrong, do you? This is a big boy's job at Everton now. Mm. If Frank's up for it and able to convince people in an interview, why shouldn't he be given that opportunity? I, I'm not entirely sure it's the right one, but I also don't think it's definitively the wrong. As for Pereira, he told a TV interview this afternoon that his talks with Everton were positive and he's not had a definitive no from them. This might be another person joining what is a bit of a madhouse mm. at the moment and, and maybe someone that actually fits a madhouse. We don't ro- quite know what's going on at Everton, inside, yeah. behind the doors. They don't seem to either. And this is another character who can't keep his cards close to his chest, yeah. which we know very well here at TalkSport that Farhad Mashiri can't either. They don't know where they're going as a football club, and I think Everton fans will be concerned that they're heading down as opposed to up. They could be dragged in to a relegation scrap fast. They are fast heading towards this relegation zone. to play safe go and get Big Sam please go and get Big Sam I'm a guarantee to stay in the league which at the moment looks a little bit iffy get Fireman Sam in he knows Duncan I'm pleased Duncan Ferguson's been put in charge I am I know there's, we've, we discuss uh, Vito Pereira and others but for me I'm hoping he gets an opportunity for the end of the season because I think if you put him in charge who knows the club inside out I think they'll be fine if I could help Dunk in any way, shape or form, I'd do that because I've, I think he's a fantastic guy and I think he's Everton through and through. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what the club needs at the moment. 
they're the worst of the big clubs. <laughs> Them and Spurs are really battling it out for the worst big club. Really? Well, Spurs have only what have Spurs won? They've won a League Cup since well, the Premier League. Cup. So Everton have won the FA Cup since the Premier League. The FA Cup and all that Spurs have won in 2008 is the league. So they are the two the big clubs that really have underperformed. At least Spurs have got themselves to let us to quarterfinals, semi-finals, a final of the Champions League. Yeah. At least they've and getting in Champions League football. Everton haven't even done that. Everton have got nowhere near it. They are the biggest failure of a big club in the Premier League. And on to Arsenal. And as Miguel Arteta continues to chase a new striker, Gabby Agbonlahor has warned the Gunners that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has to start for them if they don't sign anyone in this window. When Aubameyang was banished, they were scoring, wasn't they? So Arsenal fans didn't really question it. Correct. Now that they're not scoring, Lacazette isn't scoring, the Ketia isn't scoring, it's time to bring him back. If they don't bring in another striker in five days in the transfer window left, they need to bring Aubameyang back in because he could, he could be the, the difference, difference to get them into Champions the top four. League. It's now four games without a goal as a big opportunity is blown. You can't just have him sitting there right. on his own okay. training when, when you've got no goals coming from Lacazette or Neketio. doesn't make sense. Stop being stubborn and bring him back in. Now, West Ham coach Stuart Pearce has told TalkSport the Hammers are still fighting to sign Jesse Lingard on loan from Manchester United this month. However... Gabby Agbonlahor and Trevor Sinclair can't see the move materialising. I don't think he'll go to West Ham this window. I think he would go and I think uh, West Ham would take him. I don't think Manchester United would pass him over to a rival for the top four and I think that's what West Ham are at the moment. So I don't think he's going to go to West Ham in this window. He could go at the end of the season but I actually think he's going to run his contract down. Whether he goes on loan somewhere for three or four months till the end of the season and then goes to West Ham or goes on loan somewhere and then goes to another club. I think it's bang out of order myself. Man United, yes, they're doing this to him. Well, this this is the problem, you see. Football's, well, well, well look, you and I know Carlton better than him. Footballers are just a commodity. No, ultimately, they they may well be humans, and they but they are commodities. They have a value, and they have a value. That's to, not a value. That's not Lingard's well, value. Well, it well it is unfortunately. It isn't. They know. They know. He don't. They, they, he don't play. No, no. Of course, I'm not saying it's right. Calm down. No, I'm. I'm like. Oh, he's got, I'm, he's I'm angry. Thinking, he's I angry. Think he's banging out of order. What Man United no, doing? Angry. Because they're not looking after the players' welfare, and I, that's why I think. Lingard gets another return ball, and then curls a beautiful right-footed goal into the top right-hand corner. That is a majestic strike. I think at the start of the season, he probably fancied himself to get more game time. But when you've seen the season go on now, Pogba's been injured a lot, yeah. and he's still not getting starts. Well, now he should be thinking, this month I have to leave. If they're not going to let me go to West Ham, and they want the 10 million that Newcastle are probably willing to pay as a loan fee, then he has to go there, go and play some football, because West Ham will be dying for Jesse Lingard, but Jesse Lingard will not be going there. Because what if he goes and gets five, six, seven goals and West Ham get top four above Manchester United? Unless he's going to sign for Newcastle, you know, you start to wonder why he'd want to keep sort of putting himself out as a gun for hire on short-term contracts. You know, he's still an, arguably a top footballer. He's still in a situation where he was in and around the England squad last year and only missed the cut, didn't he? Yeah. So with that in mind, you would have thought that there must be a bigger picture for him. But not playing football doesn't help him. Newcastle are there because of the position they're in. They are there. They're prime pickings to have their pants pulled down because of the situation they find themselves in. They are almost desperate and they have the bottomless pit of money. And Manchester United are using that yeah. to their advantage. And let me tell you, it's a business. That's all they're doing. I don't see what United yeah. are doing. That's a dirty game to play, it, well, though, isn't it? I, it's a dirty game to play. I'm Alan Brazil and this is Talk Sport Daily. 
Derby County are reportedly linked with being bought by former Newcastle owner Mike Ashley, despite the threat of liquidation. The actor and celebrity Derby fan Jack O'Connell has said he isn't against the idea of Ashley taking over at Pride Park. Straight from Derby, A up me duck, Jack O'Connell. Look, it would be wrong to say that we're desperate or we want we still want the right man because we, we believe we are a good footballing club with yeah, great um, tradition. And and Premier League facilities. But Look! Look at the job that Mike Ashley did do at Newcastle. Look at the situation they're in now. He he, he steadied the ship, ran them like a business, and now they're one of the richest clubs in the in the world. On now to cricket, and England lost to the Windies in the third T20 international in Barbados on Talksport Two. Final ball of the game. England need 22 from it. Ingo Shepherd. It's a lowish full toss, roundabout leg stump. Reese Topley hits it to Kyron Pollard. And the West Indies have won by 20 runs. England just had good periods and you felt like they were in it. Phil Salt at the end there played a great little hand. And almost going into those last few balls, you feel like, oh, is there a chance? Is there a chance? But the West Indies, you'd have to say, were just a fraction more planned with their bowling and how they were going to go about it. Relied on some experience. Uh, Pollard, very experienced, two for 31. It's one of those performances that goes unsung, but took good wickets, big wickets. You just feel like that, that little bit of experience that the West Indies had over England paid dividends today. Now, Middlesex chairman Mike O'Farrell caused some outrage with his comments about race in front of a DCMS committee hearing. On TalkSport, the kick-it-out chief, Tony Burnett, says we shouldn't be so quick to cancel O'Farrell. I didn't see anything in this statement that, that suggested that he was overtly trying to be offensive or racist. I saw some, some stuff that felt like it was drawn from stereotypes. South Asians and education is, is a great example. We know from a fact-based perspective that Chinese and Indian young people perform better when it comes to GCSEs. But we also know that Pakistani and Bangladeshi young people perform significantly less well. So when, you, when you're generalising about South Asian communities it's, or any community, it's a really difficult one. To be honest, Jim, I'm sick of the culture that says we've got to cancel people as soon as they step over mm-hmm. a line, even if their intent wasn't to cause any offence. And I think what we've got to get to is, is where we start having dialogue. Yes. And there's a lot that Mike said, actually, that, that gives us an opportunity for dialogue. And we finish with Rangers legend Ali McQuist discussing new Watford manager Roy Hodgson and his beef with the club's mascot, Harry the Hornet. I'm telling you right now, if there have been 15 managers since 2012... I think they'll be looking for a new mascot shortly. <laughs> Roy, at 74 years of age and all that bags of experience rattled, will not forget the performance from <laughs> Harry the Hornet. I'm telling um, you right now, watch your space. I've I'm been telling doing, you. Oh, I'm, yeah, no, you can't say that. You can't he sack Harry the Hornet. Why not? Yeah, no, no, He's no, part no, of the no, club, no. Ali. No, I'm not having that. He's part no, of the furniture. We're going to start yeah. a campaign, but keep the, Harry. Listen, <laughs> I, I think Roy's well within his rights no. to freshen things up. That is shocking! Why? Harry the Hornet, you want it? Everybody starts fresh when a new manager comes (laughs) in, but I'll tell you right now, Harry the Hornet will be under serious scrutiny if I'm Roy Hodgson. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcasts from, I don't really care. Don't forget, of course, to hit that subscribe button. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show today at four o'clock alongside my friend Darren Ben. And there will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks for Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe.
That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.